Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello, hello there, and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today's episode 666. Ooh, some people have a negative thing about that number, but I'm not going to skip it because it's next. Yesterday was 665. Today we're talking about the gifts that come from struggles. A couple days ago we talked about, you know, what is your trial? And today, um, the title of today is what is the gift in the pain? And there's some simple examples to use and some difficult ones, and we'll talk about both of them. Uh, But first, I want to remind you that this podcast is a labor of love that I do. And I'm not saying that to say yay me, because it just is. But I've had the opportunity to, to, as I mentioned before, be on, I don't know, 150 or so podcasts over the last six or seven months. And I'm really grateful for all the hosts that I've met and for the labor of love that they do. And so many of them either have personal stories or have interviewed many, many, many people with personal stories about struggle, and then that becomes the genesis of their desire, their effort, their idea to serve. Because remember, creating your ultimate life is a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. Now, that's worth saying again, the ultimate life, a life you love to dive into every day. You can hardly stand asleep because it's so much fun. That's not true. It's fun to sleep. But it's a life that you love to get up to every day, a life where you know your purpose, where you are feeling prosperity, abounding, abundance, and joy, and you create that by serving with your divine gifts. And so often, we get sidetracked in the idea that prosperity only means money, and if I've got any money woes, and I have all the cash I want, can't do everything I want, then I don't have prosperity, so I can't be living the ultimate life. That's just not true. Money is a piece, but it's not even a very big piece. And I'm not saying not having enough to pay your bills or any of that is fun or easy. But I am saying from my own hard-won experience that focusing only on that or even principally on that is a mistake and it is a waste of your energy. So do the things you need to do to create survival, to eat, to pay rent, and get your clothing, and take care of the people around you. But don't obsess about money, about how much anyone else has, or anything else. Are you able to eat and live? Then throw yourself furiously into service and love, right? And even struggling yourself with eating and rent, do it with joy. Like I read this big, long article the other day uh, that came out of one of Michael Singer's books, Uh, The surrender experiment, no, not the surrender experiment, the untethered soul, I think, where he talks about choosing to be happy and unconditional happiness. Think about that word, unconditional. That means happy without conditions. How many people do you know that are happy all the time, no matter what? 
I guess that the number's probably zero or maybe maybe one or two. But you don't see that much at all. And I didn't used to be that way at all. And that's one of my distinctions now. I am that I have unconditional joy. I know why I'm here in this world. I live the ultimate life. I'm creating as much good as I can every day, all day long. And it's, I get tired and I get, sometimes things don't go the way I want over and over again. But I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I want to do it and create joy for you, for me, and serve with my divine gifts. So no matter, even if I say that, and we want to have those things, there's times when pain, difficulty, struggle come up. Things don't work. The roof leaks. The car breaks down. You lose your job. Somebody gets COVID. Somebody dies. Something serious. There's one example. I told you I was going to use a simple example and an easy, and a more difficult example to talk about. All of them are from my life. The easy example is singing. Now, some people say public speaking is a fear worse than death, and that sometimes on some surveys rates higher than death is the thing people are most afraid of. Public singing would be probably the same. Um, maybe not, because karaoke, there's at least some music playing. <clears throat> if you had to stand up and sing a cappella, that might be right up there with public speaking. But anyway, I am a musician. You know that. I've got lots of music I've done. I've been in choirs that have, you know, performed internationally and in a famous way, not internationally, all over the U.S. in a famous way. And their albums charted number one on Billboard and all kinds of stuff. So I've done a lot of professional music work. Yet, there is a there has been, because of my story of depression and not good enough, a fear of singing. Okay, And that's something I've had to work on on purpose and intentionally so that I can do the songs that go with the tightrope of depression trilogy. I wrote Tightrope and Down from the Gallows, and then there's the third book coming out in February of 2023. Each one of those books has an album of 11 songs. That's 33 songs. I wrote them all. I'm, I'm singing them all. Two of the albums are done. And that's scary. It's scary for me because somehow I've decided, and again, this how silly, it's all in my head, right? I've decided that somehow maybe people won't like it, what I think others think, that Wittot fungus. So that's something I've had to joyfully work on. And the other day, I saw a video on Facebook, I think it was, with a guy, uh, it was in a Facebook group I'm in, I know, and a guy was playing a ukulele and singing a song about... Uh, being aware of yourself and, you know, it was a positive, uplifting, uh, self-development song of sharing love and that sort of thing. And it was fun and it was nice. And he sang well and he played the ukulele obviously well. Well, maybe not obviously, but he played it pretty well. But I can imagine in that moment that was that could have been scary. And that just might be my story. He may not have felt that at all. I don't know. But when you're in front of someone and you have the opportunity for judgment and ridicule, that can be frightening. That can be seen as a struggle. You know what? It can also be seen as a blessing. It can also be seen as joy. It can also be seen as an opportunity to serve and to love. And you know what the difference is? It's getting out of your own head. When you're thinking about what are people thinking about me, gee, I wonder if I'm doing okay. I wonder if the opinions are bad. I wonder if I'm off key. I wonder, I wonder this, oh, oh, and we're, we're all about us. 
That makes it hard. It makes it impossible to get into the music and really deliver a performance. I know because I've been there. So I know exactly what it does to feel worried about yourself and, you know, wondering what other people are thinking and so forth. So that singing example is a, is a small one. And it may be not small for you. It wasn't small for me, but it's not life and death. Now let's move to another example, the gift in the pain. So there's an example that I talked about in the book, Walking Without Fear. And if you haven't read that, it'd be a good idea. Walking Without Fear, talking about the time that I woke up on December 5th, 2018, paralyzed from the waist down. I fell out of bed, fell on my face, tried to get up on my hands and knees, fell on my face. Right? I couldn't walk. I crawled around the room on my arms like the army crawl under the barbed wire. That was the best I could do. And that was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying, and I had no idea what was going to happen. So we called 911, and I got in the ambulance, and that's the only time I ever rode to the hospital in an ambulance. Wow, right? Anyway, I remember a bunch of things happened. I had an incredible experience in the ambulance, and that's in the book Walking Without Fear. And I don't want to talk about that right now because it's too long. What I do want to talk about from that experience is I remember specifically saying, what is the gift here? What is the gift here? I'm determined to find a gift. Now, you got to remember, I just got out of the hospital from dying five months earlier in July, August, September, October, November, December. So five months later, I'm back on my way to the hospital, paralyzed from the waist down and not having any idea what this meant, what to do or anything. And I could have been scared. I could have been angry. I could have been frustrated. I could have been raging at the universe or at God or whatever. I remember specifically choosing in that moment, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to ask what the gift is here. I'm just going to go with what's happening and say, okay, what's the gift? And I, it was, I was hurting a lot, so I was in bad pain. But anyway, so that's an example of that kind of choice where you get out of yourself again. So if you're speaking or singing, get out of yourself and focus on delivery. Who are you serving? If you have some more trying circumstance, someone around you is ill or you are ill, someone has lost a bunch of money or you have lost a job or some other financial crisis or hardship, or, you know, whether it's a health challenge or a financial challenge or a relationship challenge, don't spend time raging or asking why me or saying it's not fair. It actually has nothing to do with it. You know why? Because it is what it is. Whatever's happened has happened or is happening. And very likely much of that or those kinds of things are out of your control. We don't control the weather or others' actions or circumstances that just happen or illness or any of that kind of stuff, right? So then what I learned is to ask, what is the gift in the pain? What is the gift here? Now, I want you to, and then we'll talk about this for the rest of our time today, I want you to think of an example in your life right now, very recent or going on right now. Do you have a health challenge? 
whatever it is. Do you have something that's not right? Are you unhealthy in some way? Are you trying to gain weight or lose weight? Are you trying to recover from something? Have you had COVID? Have you been damaged or diminished or reduced in some way by a health challenge? Do you have a financial challenge? Have you been, you know, lost work, lost your job, had to change jobs? You know, whatever it is, overworked, underpaid, either one, both. My question, or is there a relationship problem? Someone has left you or been unkind or damaged you in some way. I want you to bring that relationship front and center. And when you do, you have a choice. And this is the learning for today. We often feel like when we look at those things front and center, we don't have a choice. We're, we're forced by the circumstance to be angry. They made me mad. They betrayed me. Therefore, duh, I'm mad. Obviously, anybody would be mad. Your challenge in creating the ultimate life is to bring that situation front and center and then disconnect from all emotion about it. That's going to be a challenge unless you're practiced at it. But it's also something you can learn, like learning to read or ride a bike. The situation, the event, the occurrence, those events just happen and they are neutral. They are bad because we decide they are. They are hurtful because we then interpret someone hates us or they should be damaged or they should be bashed because of this horrible thing they did to me. My challenge to you is this. When I get mad at someone else for doing something, I preclude my opportunity to grow, to move toward that life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. My energy is used up in being angry at them, asking why me, or plotting some way to get even or to have them punished. Instead, if I simply don't make it about that at all and say, okay, what is the gift here? The gift could be patience. The gift could be learning to disconnect. The gift could be learning to forgive. The gift could be choosing to grow. All those things are choices, and you might, if you're going through something right now, be raging at me, telling me I have no idea what I'm talking about because I don't get whatever. Okay, I'm not going to argue with you. What I am going to tell you is my experience teaches me that growth is on the other side of pain, but only if you let it be. You know, it says what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and that's not true. Unless you let it make you stronger, unless you do the work required for strengthening. Because if something happens and you get mad and bitter and blame and look for justice or revenge or, you know, all that stuff, that doesn't make you stronger. It makes you bitter and dark and angry and frustrated and negative. That's what it makes you because that's what you've chosen to bring into your life. I certainly did that. So I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to me. If you want to create a life of purpose and prosperity and joy... Ask what the gift is in the pain. Look for the way to forgive. Look for the way to serve. Look for the way to still be love. Now, I challenge you to do that. I recognize without hesitation that it's hard. But pain and struggle are going to come to everyone. Suffering, pain is, pain is required, suffering is optional, is a phrase I heard somewhere. 
That's true. Choosing to find the gift in the pain is a powerful choice. It may be difficult, but it is certainly a ticket to help you live and learn even more deeply to live the ultimate life. Open your heart in this time Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart.